Blog Talk Radio. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And I'm in the night. And it don't take no x-ray to see right through my smile. I know. I'll be on the go. There ain't no drink out there that can numb my soul. Oh no. All we want to do is take the chains off. All we want to do is break the chains off. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is take the chains off. All we want to do is break the chains off. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is Tell me why Every time I step outside I see my niggas die oh, I'm letting you know That it ain't no gun they make That can kill my soul Oh no All we want to do is take the chains off All we want to do is take the chains off All we want to do is I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, and welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the Return of Intelligent Radio, and we ensure the free flow of opinions of the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. You are a regular listener of the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. You know when we use that intro, we've unfortunately lost a life that we want to honor, and we know this week, unfortunately, um, the rapper Nipsey Hussle lost his life and we wanted to play the J. Cole intro saying that, hey, we want to take the chains off. All we want to do is be free. We hate to see our children losing their lives and this young man was 33, so not a child per se. But we definitely wanted to honor that before going into this morning's show. So again, for anybody that is a regular listener, y'all are familiar with that. For new listeners, that is our Reason for beating off with the J. Cole intro versus our normal Mr. Dialogue intro. But to get into this morning's discussion, I am absolutely excited to have on our next two guests for this morning's discussion question. Can polygamy help the black community? And my special guests are Hassan Clay and Yella. I'm sorry, Yella Clay. And I'm so glad to have both of you on for this morning's discussion. Again, we hate to start so somberly, but we are going to get into this dynamic discussion this morning. Thank you both, King and Queen, for being on with us this morning as we get into Can Polygamy Help the Black Community. If you will, say hello to all the truth seekers out there and give a little bit of your background. And we are glad to have on that clay couple. Thank you all again for being with us. I'm sorry. Let me get to you live here. Sorry. I do apologize. I got you all live now. Y'all go ahead. Thank y'all again for being with me this morning. All right. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, we are the Ozzy and Ruby D of counseling. 
love it. I love it. I love it. And what type of counseling, if I could just kind of, was it Global Leadership Integrated Counseling is the name, I think, or what type of counseling? That is a, uh, if we could kind of yes, give just a little bit more background, and then we'll jump right off into the discussion. Okay. Yes, that is the name of the business. What type of counselor, whatever it is that someone shows up with, um, what we're known for is couples counseling. Um, our YouTube channel is Hassan and Naila Clay, and it is number 12 or for YouTube counseling channel. It's number 12 internationally in the world. Uh, but we have clients on five continents. We developed our own Georgia state-approved premarital curriculum that has a 100% success rate. That means no divorces to date. And for our couples, wow. we have less than a 2% divorce rate with the hundreds of couples that we've counseled. So that's what we're known for. However, you know what? We do it all. We do business because obviously we are a husband and wife business team. We started this bad baby from scratch and was so broke. Remember when we went three years? We didn't even have a website. I <laughs> <laughs> don't be ashamed. I'm, I'm actually getting I've been on the app for three years. Like I said this real quickly. I've been on the app for three years. And I, have an, I have a website, but an official one is, be, is being worked on as we speak. So something for our oh, listeners to look no. forward to. But don't be ashamed. Okay. I've been on the app it's for three years. Don't be ashamed. Go ahead, Queen. <laughs> we didn't have we we didn't have we didn't have fake official. <laughs> okay. yeah. We was working with nothing. We worked off of social media and ate from that for three years. So in regard to business and pulling yourself up from your bootstraps and learning how to master social media and either other methods of this, you know, blog talk radio, podcasting, all of those things. We've we've learned that on our own. Um so in regard to counseling, again, what we're known for is one thing. We definitely have street credibility, but we counsel individuals, <laughs> couples, families, um, children. I, myself, Naila, I, I am a therapist. So we, I pretty much for things that get a little bit more um, clinical, you know, in, in, a, in regard to brain disease, um, and behavioral disorders, those are things that come up under my umbrella. But we do everything. But because, I love it. Well, for <laughs> but because what we do with couples, and we don't really turn couples away. And, and so, and again, probably why we're here, we work with people who are in polygyny. And, and one of the biggest things that they say is, well, I tried to go to someone and they didn't understand. I tried to go to my pastor and there was, you know, a disconnect. And then they fall up on the Ozzy and Ruby D of counseling and find a safe place and some wisdom. Hey, like you said, y'all do it all. It is not abnormal from my two seekers who are out there listening to know, as I always say, I bring on people who are uh, a little smarter than myself on whatever subject matter that we may be discussing. So clearly y'all know what y'all are doing. And I will say, um, I have been wanting to do this show for a long time. I saw you, your video from both of you that let me, that made me say, if I eventually do this show and we've got a, a all kind of controversy on the, uh, uh, on the, uh, 
Facebook page and the IG page. Everybody's been piping in, and I, and, and sadly enough, as we talk about you know social media, uh, I got people on the phone line that are listening because they're wondering like, where's the link? Where's the link? I actually sent the information out without the link. So uh, a lot of people probably will be listening to this in replay. They want to get on live. I mean, if, they, if they're on IG and Facebook, they 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 already have access. Uh, but the people I sent it out to, and I'm just saying that for people who got this, that are calling in on the phone number, you have to use the phone number. So we got a few people on the line already, which is good. Uh, but, yes, this morning's discussion question, again, we have on our son, Clay, as well as Naila Clay. Uh, that Clay couple, the Isaac and Ruby D of counseling for this morning's discussion question, can polygamy help the black community? We actually have about a minute before we go to break. Um, I'll let either one of you give just a quick take on can it help the black community? There's a lot of places we can obviously go with this, and we'll come back after, after the break to kind of break down exactly what polygamy is because people fail to, some people fail to understand that as well. But if I will, uh, either one, Hassan or Naila, whoever wants to jump in, just give me a very quick take because, again, we only got about a minute before we go to our first break. On can All right, polygamy I'm gonna make help it quick the black then. community in general? All right, go ahead. Then I'm, then I'm going to make it quick then. Yes. <laughs> Hey, I like that's it. What? Hey, that's quick enough. I, you know, most people I say make it quick, they run off for three minutes, but you can't get any quicker than that. Matter of fact, son, you just broke the the little dialogue radio record for when I say, can you do it quick? That is the record. You okay. had it now, King. I don't think it'll ever be broken But you know again. what? I this, think that this, was is, like this is my record. This is, this is my record because Tyson is long-winded. This man needs, loves to talk. So, yes, that, that was the record for all so, so, you, so not only did you break the middle dialogue record, you broke your relationship marriage record right here on the spot. We're doing, we breaking all kind of records. Yes. <laughs> nah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You, you, you don't want to expect. No, nah, he's going to go to break. <laughs> I was like, I got to do Hey, I love it. So you were prepared seconds. to cut him off. I love it. Nah, yes. I love it. All right, it's, so it's, good it's stuff. Crazy so let me go through a little quick. It's, it's, yeah, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I don't know. It might okay. be me, Queen. You might need me as a regular guest on your in your in your. <laughs> Make me a regular guest <laughs> at the house. Now let me stop. Yeah. All right, let me let us. Now let's go ahead. We're gonna go to a quick break. Can polygamy help the black community? We'll be right back again as we have special guests, Hassan and Naila Clay. All I ask is that you think. We'll be right back. Hey, where did you get that hat and T-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at MoneyMotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made $0 an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, you pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get like you a thing so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go, and everywhere I be, be, I don't even talk, talk, they still go with me. Because I look like money, smell like money, talk like money, even walk like money. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. 
This morning's discussion question, can polygamy help the black community as I have on the Ozzy and Ruby D of counseling that Clay couple assigned Clay and not you a Clay? Thank you all, King and Queen, for being on with us this morning for this discussion. Um, I asked his quick thought on this morning's discussion, can completely help the black community? And he actually says yes. I guess I'll ask you your personal thought, and I'll share mine, and then we'll I'll, I'll come after that with the in a sense, the definition, so that there is a point of clarity for anybody out there listening. Uh, but I, what, what is your quick thought on uh, can polygamy help the black community? And, of course, I'm thinking specifically here in, in, in our American experience, if that makes sense. But go ahead, Queen. Go ahead. Oh, he said he asked for you. Oh, you asked for me. Yes. Yes, but, yeah, but no I, problem. Yeah. I, yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do. But I, I, I believe that... that when we discuss polygyny, because uh, we also we even call it polygyny rather than polygamy, <laughs> which is a very very yeah, correct me. I'm, I'm saying polygyny the rest of the way myself. I, I, I'm I'm here to learn as well. Go ahead, Queen. <laughs> we we call it polygyny. Polygyny is a man with multiple wives. Um, polygamy can be a man or a woman. Uh, which is not a, a relationship that we advocate. We specifically advocate a man with multiple wives. Uh, so, but for the purpose of the show, I will use polygamy. So, yes, I I do believe that polygamy um, can help the black community. And how do I believe it can? It can. It can. It's by using the infrastructure that is available within polygyny. And I think the biggest thing, though, is that the first thing is people think about, you know, polygamy as uh, get, uh, you, I hope you, you, you got a, uh, what's your target population? How old are these people we talking to? How far can I go? Well, I'll just say the whole the audience is, can be any. So yeah, we yeah I'll let you know. Yeah, just speak just speak candidly, Queen. We we have honestly oh, open conversation. Okay. So if you will, just speak. Yeah, just speak as candid oh, as you we want. We we are not politically right. correct. Let me give you. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you all that before the show, but we're not politically correct. So just speak it. I can need to speak it, Queen. Okay. Okay. So we can be dangerous. Yeah, we be dangerous. Live. Live. But a man. Yeah, we dangerous. We dangerous over here in the dialogue. Absolutely. All right, that's what's up. Uh, we, we, we like you already. Yeah. So we have to look at the All right, into okay. It, well, I, yeah, I, 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 I watched y'all on video. I'm pretty good at picking out can they handle what we do here on the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. <laughs> so did you get to, were you able to finish up, Queen? I know you were asking to talk. You were about to say one last thing. I want to make sure you finish up before I jumped in I, with my quick we thought to, as well. Okay. We have to look at polygamy as beyond sharing a man's penis. We look hey. at it beyond that and how to implement it and look at it as community building versus the the side chick mentality or Papa was a rolling stone mindset of daddy cheating on mama. And when we look at it with in, infrastructure, with um so with some with, with some rules to it, responsibility and accountability. Exactly, with some conduct and not out here slinging pipes. When we look at it with that mindset, it really can be a source of community building where us multiple people can have their needs met. All right. Well, thank you, both. Uh, for your thoughts, and so I know you probably had more to say than yes, but I'm gonna go ahead and lay, lay out the definition and as 
Um, now, it was actually kind of going into uh, a slight difference, but let me lay this out, and then we'll mm-hmm. come back with you, Hassan. So basically, um, what is polygamy? So again, we wanted to just start with a foundational definition, and I'll just, again, just kind of repeat some of what uh, Nyla had to say. Um, having more than one husband or wife, so technically, uh, when there are more when there are more women to man, that is properly called polygyny, as she's already said. When a woman has more than one husband, that is called uh, polyandry. Um, it takes many forms across the globe. In some cultures, one wife is shared by brothers. In others, a father and son have a common wife. In others, a man has many wives. Um, again, the example that I looked up for the definition says up to 11, for example, in the Aussie region of Ethiopia. Um, in many, a, window, a widow is inherited by her dead husband's brothers, father, or even a son by another wife. So that was just one definition that I looked up again, that point of clarity, as you, again, properly said, uh, polygamy can include, uh, whether that be the man or the woman, properly called, as Naila once again said, polygamy for the man to woman, polyandry for the woman to man. And from what I understand, y'all are clearly in support of polygamy and not a supporter of polyandry. Again, that's their background, but we're going to open up this discussion to talk about it, whether it's the rules that y'all speak to. I guess the one question I would ask for you, um, is this something that y'all have participated in yourselves? Again, you are supporters of it, but just to kind of give that little backdrop um, before we even ask Hassan to give his thoughts on more. Again, I know he has more than yes to say, um, but if I could ask that question very quickly, then we'll Hassan, you can jump in on your thoughts in, a, in addition to what Naila had to say. Okay. Well, I have. And, you know, um, I think, and I know many people who have as well. And so I'm definitely one who is in support of polygyny, the, the aspect and the rules of polygyny. So um, for me, and looking at it from aspect of even in our community, in the African-American community, I think my, on a personal level, I believe most people doing an offset of it anyway. You know, if you want to look at the bound, and then we're talking about marriage too. We're just not just talking about when we say relationships. We're not talking about no situation where there's a boyfriend, girlfriend situation or whatever the case may be. We're talking about people who are actually in committed relationships, do or die ride or die, or whatever the case may be, you know, he is responsible for her and she is responsible for him. You know, so that's uh, that's my thought in that situation itself. Okay. And let me, and let me make, you know, I want to clarify something again just because I think that it was, um, just for the nuance. I think you said you have participated. Um, and did I hear that correctly? So I assume currently yes. um, you're not. Is that is that a fair understanding? And so the first, the first question that comes to my mind um, is, is again not to get too personal, but um, is, is is that a situation in which um, like in a sense why not now? And again, not to be too directive, but just to kind of get you know that's the first thing that popped in my head when you said have versus currently, and that was okay. Well, then maybe um, I might yeah, yeah. Was there anything that went wrong? I am or currently different situation. No, mm-hmm. I'm actually currently in polygyny right now. Okay, okay, okay. Currently, okay, okay. I heard it as a past cut. Okay, got it. okay. So yeah, and that's even more content. I might have said again. No, 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 I'm just saying that's actually more context for even this morning's discussion. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, no, no, so, no, that's no currently, that's I, currently I am, and so, um, and for the most part, you know, I um, and, and a good portion of my friends are as well. So, you know, so. Oh no, no, no! Absolutely, actually more context. So I guess here's the my first initial question. Again, knowing that it, it is current um, for you, I, for what I understand, y'all are both here um, from the U.S. Just again, yes. picking up a little bit of your background. So y'all, are, okay, absolutely. So that's a, in uh, to me, kind of a unique dynamic because we do understand that outside of the U.S., uh, polygamy typically is what much more accepted culturally than the U.S. Obviously, in a sense, who has in a sense, laws against it, but obviously uh, we've all known that there are people, and I've known people that are, you know, in that in that as well, and y'all are as well. So, again, not really in a culturally accepted thing. So how for y'all, how, what was your process as, in a sense, growing up in U.S. culture to deciding this was something that was even viable for yourselves? If I could start with each of you on that question, because I'm pretty sure y'all had individual journeys, or were y'all already born into the culture here in the U.S.? I guess that would be the text of the entire question. I don't, I don't, I can't necessarily say I wasn't born into the, to the process itself. Um, you know, and if I can speak candidly, you know, I am yeah, a product. I am a product of, you know, the side woman, you know what I mean? So, my father had a wife, and my my mother was his additional woman. Um, so I've known men all my life to have more than one woman. Um, now, I don't believe the structure that I have now, that I follow now, was implemented to its fullest degree through these men. I just knew men who had more than one woman, but they were not you know, all of them wasn't on the surface. You know, one was hid. You know, she didn't get all the rights from him that she would normally get if she was known, meaning that he wasn't, you know, one knew about the other or whatever the case may be. That wasn't really or It was publicly known, if that makes any sense. So, no, absolutely. I'm, very aware. I'm from the South, so I'm very aware of these situations. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, just not, you know, not to, not to uh, you know what I'm saying? To just, yeah, not to speak negatively. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I'm from the South, but again, that's not, like you said, not an uncommon practice uh, where I'm from, and I think both of you may be from the South as well, but go ahead, King. I'm sorry. No, because I'm actually from, from the Midwest. So okay, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. But I am. But she is. You know what I mean. So I'm actually right. from the Midwest. But yet still, I think within the black community that this has been something that's been. That this is not a new phenomenon, as far as a man having more than one woman. I believe the responsibility because of the social constructs of it being illegal, or it you know the whole aspect of monogamy. Uh, plays plays an important part in how one is being viewed or how this thing is surfacing. So, you know, in most instances, the this, the the other woman or the next woman is always seen as a home record. And they, and that's why if we change the mindset of you know polygamy being about sex mm-hmm. and looking at it as a system with some structure and some consequences and some <laughs> repercussions. 
exactly. do it. People can perform and conduct themselves differently. Another thing that is that we, we are practicing Muslims. Mm-hmm. And so this is also something that is a part of our faith. However, you know, the business or personal, many of the people that you come across with, they we know people who are non-Muslims who, uh, who practice, you know, polygamy. I think the introduction that, that Hassan had had to, um, we're going to call it extended family units. <laughs> As a child, you know, that has been one of the things that other women um, have said help them with their own introduction. And I'm thinking of one particular couple that we work with that they were they were they were polygamous. The problem was is that he was just raggedy with his implementation, uh, which is what the biggest issue. But her her mindset about it was her mother had been in it, and she had seen her her mother and the other the other wife, and they didn't even call themselves that. I don't even recall the other woman, mm-hmm. but they had a very cooperative relationship, and they didn't use this P word. They didn't call it polygyny, but the kids, you know, played at, I'm talking about the nurse. Mm-hmm. The kids played at each other's houses, you know, spent the night, you know, but they were cooperative. And so, her her mother wasn't hidden. She knew about the other family. So her mindset into how this could work was totally different. She saw it from the aspect of the lack of dysfunction mm-hmm. that you even would see sometimes within our monogamous couples. Thus, she was willing and obviously, and then to attract a, a man who was polygamous, it, it didn't deter her because she had seen it be done successfully, and and she felt like she grew up happy. And when we wow. okay, let, let me ask you. Let me. I want to ask you. I want you to answer that personally as well, um, if you would. Um, yeah, that make. I mean, definitely understand that perspective. Um, what about what was your, if I could? What was your background? Were you born into this, or did you transition from, uh, you know, again be, being born in the South? Um, yeah, did you transition I'm a from believing I'm one a thing and then girl. eventually getting into this? No, I'm a country girl from North Carolina, raised in the church, <laughs> and my grand, <laughs> not the church, but the church. <laughs> that my grandparents raised me were married for over fifty some years, I think fifty five years. Um, now my daddy did produce a child. <laughs> I, I, I did not belong to her, to his wife. However, um, I for all of my life, I saw I, I, I saw a unit. However, I'm going to say, I mean, there were whispers of growing up where I knew that my dad had a girlfriend, but because of how they functioned and being so young, because I was about six years old, I didn't understand what it meant. And it surely was not something mm-hmm. that I saw, you know, my, 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 uh, when I call my grandmother my mother. My, my mother was treated as the wife and the matriarch and the only person, you know, who that he was accountable to and, and for. So w- what I heard and what I saw was two different things. I, I saw right. a committed union at, 
at home. Um, my introduction to it has totally been one that happened through Islam. Okay, absolutely. So it happened through your uh, adopting Islam. Okay, makes sense. And so, uh, was that a hard transition for you as a woman? Because I think again, I'm just again, I'm trying to, in a sense, put it in the perspective of what American culture is used to. We definitely got to get into some history of it as well, and then we want to open up the phone lines for. Uh, for those who might feel like polygamy cannot help and want to, and I have some cl- clips that'll talk about how it possibly can help because things are definitely different currently. Um, but if you will, um, was that a t- difficult transition for you personally or was because, or maybe because of your religious um, beliefs, it wasn't a hard transition, but just wanted to ask you that because I think that's something that typically um, women are, are tasked with the, in a sense, accepting it if it makes sense. I mean, I'm a woman, so the first thing, you know, I, I'm i thinking is, the hell? What? You know, that's my first thought. <laughs> However, uh, and, and this is where the, the difference comes in, and even particularly even for those who live the lifestyle and are not Muslim, when you come up with, guidelines and structure, just like you do for a monogamous union. Every marriage has traditions and patterns and things that were in agreement that worked for that unit. And when you come up with your systems and the things that you have decided, this is what will make this flow. Now, we come from a religion that automatically has some protocol within it. But then every couple still has to come up with the things that uniquely work for them. And when I saw I was thrust into a community where people do it. And honestly, the more successful ones, they I won't say they, they, they do it and they don't say anything because of the criticism. And so I, many of my friends for many years, they were in it. So I saw it be done successfully. Uh, I didn't happen okay. to be be a woman who was friends with um who 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 kept being the second or the third wife and this was her seventh or eighth time okay that makes sense actually let me do this real quick yeah sorry to cut you cut you off let me go to this break and we'll finish this on the other side of the break you're listening to no problem you're listening to the mental dialogue talk show is that you think Square Business Entertainment brings you their latest hit, I Really Want You, by Taylor Pace. Take a listen.
Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, can polygamy help the black community? Our special guest are Hassan and Naeem Clay from Global Leadership Integrated Counseling. They're giving us uh, their background into uh, polygamy specifically, which is the man having the availability uh, to have more than one wife. Um, again, polygamy, correctly, if you're just now tuning in, can be the man or the woman having more than multiple spouses. Um, but p- polygamy is what they practice. The yeah, other term properly called is polandry uh, for anyone that, again, is just now tuning in. But so glad to have both of you on. Naila, you were kind of finishing up answering your specific transition. And I will say this, um, it sounds like, being surrounded by absolute sounds like it eased your personal transition, but if you could just kind of give, give us your personal thoughts, because you said at first you were like, oh, this, you know, just personally it didn't make sense, but um, I think you were moving into your own acceptance of it. So if you will, Queen, finish up that thought. Well, no, because I, I, my personal friends, they were in it successfully because it, it, there is a, it's so much more common for this to be done with people who end up being hurt and wounded and being and, and just in the, the raggedy of ways without any consideration, and the men and the women. And so we, we've seen that part, too. I do know it exists. And, and sadly, that legacy, that negative legacy is much more common. But within my personal circle, I witnessed it be done differently. Right. And so I'm, saying, I'm assuming that it helps your personal transition. Me. Yeah. I'm right, right. And that, I'm saying that helps your like personal that. transition. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, sounds good. All right. So what I want to do, I want to play this very quick cut. Uh, which is really saying a lot of what you y'all are saying, and I want to kind of break this down because the reality is, which I know this is you know very well, obviously is in American culture, this is a it is a concept that a lot of us have not explored. I definitely have a caller who wants to get in. Matter of fact, let's go to the caller first, and then we'll play the cut. Area code four zero four last three four one nine. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Yeah, hello. Uh yes, this is yeah, you're, you're you're live. Give us your name, where oh, you're calling from, you. your three yeah. cents on this morning's uh, discussion. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Frank of uh, uh, calling from Atlanta, Georgia. How you doing, King? Give us your yeah, what you got for us this morning. Go ahead. Did you, yeah, did you want yeah, to get in or were you listening? You're, okay. Yeah, yeah no, nah, nah, I, I want to get in. Um, well, the question, I want to be able to uh, specifically say around the question of whether um, polygamy will help the black community. And um, my position is um, I think it will. But uh, first of all, uh, when I, I don't really like to use that word polygamy, you know, because I come from um, a, um, an, a, a background where it's very common. And what I saw was that it was more so of making sure that the community was taken care of. Let me give you an example. My father passed away when... I was young. Our youngest, our youngest uh, uh, brother, who is my father's youngest son, was 30 days old. 30 days old mm-hmm. when my father passed. So when my father passed, his brother took in all seven children. I know all eight children of his deceased brother and his wife. 
our um our, our tradition allows him to marry his brother's wife. But he was uh, you know, an elder in the church and uh, he said that uh his um uh religion, you know, as an elder in the church wouldn't allow him to have a second wife. So uh, he won't be able to marry uh, his his brother's uh, wife, but um, he actually took the woman in for and the, the the youngest child who was thirty days old when his brother passed was is now twenty eight years old. So this man had took in eight children plus uh, a woman nine people into his own. So we grew up with our cousins who we call brothers and sisters, and. Uh, when you look at the success that we've had out of it, um, if he had married uh, his brother's wife, it would have been polygamy, right? But look at the success. It's not more so of, you know, I know here in America, people are so quick to jump into, I'm not going to share my man with another woman, you know, but I don't really think that's what it is. With the situation that we have in the black community, as far as having a lot of uh, people that could get some help, I believe that it can help. Mm-hmm. All right, no, fair yeah, enough, Frank. Let me let me ask you specifically. No, let me ask you this very quickly, just to make sure I understood everything. Um, so, yes. and, and, you know, and you don't you don't have to give details of your family if I if I'm going too far, but um, basically, you said because of your father's brother's religion, he technically could not marry. Um, so, was it a situation in which uh, they? in a sense, acted married but couldn't do it legally, or you're just talking about the aspect that he took on the responsibility and this is what you've culturally seen happen uh, within your culture. Again, I'm just trying to get the nuance of what I think I heard you he, say. He, he, so he you can kind of give that right. detail before we let you go. Right. He, t- he took on the full responsibility, full responsibility. You know, there wasn't really any uh, 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 sexual relationship with her, but she was living in the house. You are living okay. in the house. So, let me, so here's here's how Americans hear that, and then I'll, I want um, Naila to jump in as well. So how this is how Americans hear that because that's not abnormal even in American culture to a certain extent. I think more abnormal now, but there was definitely a period of time where if a woman was widowed, especially when we had quote unquote the village taking care of the you know the children, if that makes sense. So that wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously nine children is a lot. But at the same time, there was definitely a time in America in which in which what you just described would be accepted, mm-hmm. and that is, as you say, if it was no sexual relationship, then that's not poly- poly- polygyny or polygamy per se. So, do you see that what you're saying doesn't sound like polygamy is necessary because that's an example that has happened? Uh, I wouldn't. I would Children, I, go ahead. Right, I wouldn't say necessary, but. Back to the question, I want to specifically, you know, say with uh, uh, an answer to the question whether it will help. Because when we have, you know, the number of um, single mothers, you know, a, a lot of uh, kids with no, you know, parents, uh, you know, one parent in their life and all of that, um, and looking at the, the, the numbers as far as the, the number of women to men, um, I feel like, you know, for the sake of community building, um, and a, a typical example is when I look at um, uh, some of uh, the young men that I'm, uh, you know, I have taken that full responsibility here in America, you know, helping them out as far as, you know, everything they need from some of them, maybe stay at my house and all of that. Um, 
when I take up that responsibility and um, uh, I feel like I can handle uh, being with their, with their mother, um, I'm not married. But if it's a marriage situation where I really just want to kind of focus on um, how it helps, saying that um, it has to do with me sharing my man or my woman with somebody, that is, you know, I can't really say whether it's necessary or not, but I feel that it helps where we can actually come together. Maybe that is not polygamy, but um, I have seen that, and it's what. Sounds good. Thank you for your thoughts, King. I'm going to let Hassan and I jump in on what Frank had to say. Thank you, King, for your three cents this morning. All right, Hassan, or anyone, one, any thoughts to what Frank had to say? You know, I, I, I thought it was interesting, to be honest with you, that, you know, uh, you know I, I understand that a person taking in another family and then being in a situation to where there's not a relationship at this point going taking place, I think it was admirable. I think it's commendable. Uh, I think it would be hard. I don't know. I can. I don't know if I can have two women up in the same room. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that can take You say hard for you. Yeah, yeah, you because you have you you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you you set up a different parameter in your house. I respect that, King. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's kind of rough, man. You know what I mean? That that'd be kind of rough. But we do know couples who do it. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? So I I you know, I think it's commendable and again if we're talking about community building, I think there will be a difference here. If we are talking about community building, that can be one one way of it. But then I think also when you marry women, you honor women. You see, and that's the thing I, I believe is, is also missing here is that our women need to be honored. And it, it doesn't need to be a situation where uh, – um, it doesn't need to be a situation where, you know, she's just undercover, she's the side girl, she's this, or I'm just taking care of her, or whatever the case may be. They need to be honored as wives. That's just my take on it. No, you said something in the very beginning that was kind of funny to me because I've actually put this up before. And let me say this for the, anyone out there listening. Um, I'm 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 cool with the the construct of monogamy and and it is a construct but a lot of people do not know that when you look at even just human history and history uh, monogamy is a human construct meaning humans came right. up with their rules and parameters you know similar to how y'all have specific rules and how you um you know run your household and we talked about in the beginning that mm-hmm. polygamy mm-hmm. itself you know, there's two different definitions. So different cultures have different rules and different parameters that work mm-hmm. for them. So, you know, again, I want to put mm-hmm. that out there. You know, I'm just putting it out there for the audience to understand my but, personal and, position. And, and again, I I'm inquiring and exploring. Important. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, King. I think that's important, Montoya, you know, that, that that is said because I'm not necessarily saying I'm even against monogamy itself for those who choose to practice it. If that's where you are, then that's where mm-hmm. you are. That 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 has nothing to do with me, right? So I I think that you know to each his own. I guess you would say. Um, no, absolutely, I, I absolutely. I just want to make that clear. You know what I mean? Again, I just want right. people to understand that from my position that I'm exploring this um, legitimately. Like I'm asking this question legitimately, and I know right. that there are right. different perspectives out there. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share the clip right now 
Again, it kind of says a lot of what y'all have been saying, but this is what I think I want to peel back. And I want to open up the phone lines and let people get in on this. If you're out there on the phone line right now, remember, if you're on the phone line, you have to press 1 to let us know that you want to speak. If you're online listening, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, that number is 646-787-1691. You will need to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. So if y'all will, Hassan and Naila, um, I'm sorry, Naila, if you will, yes. listen to this cut. Again, it's saying a lot of what y'all have been saying, but I just want to give a, a, a succinct perspective for those who are, again, maybe even understanding why we are exploring this question. I think this cut is a is a worthy beginning. Hotel family, it's Queen Ayana. Today I want to talk to you guys about polygamy um, and why I think it will heal the black community. It will be a catalyst in healing, um, like I said, the black community. So, polygamy. <laughs> polygamy is when a man has more than one wife, okay? And this is a natural order of um, the African family structure. However, being taken away from our home um, and after 500 years of the most brutal torture, slavery, and inhumane treatment that the inhumane gave us um, that's been broken all apart okay so why would polygamy heal the black community one it would heal the sisterhood a lot of people a lot of the sisters would walk around with attitudes with other sisters because they look at their sisters as competition instead of as family well if I'm not if I'm not having the mindset that my man belongs to me and only me um, then I don't mind being around my sisters. I don't have that competi- competitive um, nature with my sisters. I'm not already stank-faced with my sister just because she might walk by my man and she's pretty and he might notice her, you know, um, or she just looked, she looked at my man for a second, okay? Especially with you sisters with um, men that are just really attractive and everything, and you just think everybody's trying to go for your man, you know? I mean, at this point... We don't really have the luxury to have one man to ourselves. We're at war. A lot of our men are locked up, so a lot of the children are out here. So it would be selfish to continue to get this, get with this monogamy shit, okay? It's selfish on, on our behalf. You know, I understand that that's a taught behavior. You know, we've been indoctrinated in the system. But it's selfish because it leaves the kids. It leaves the kids with single mother households and a lot of us know what these single mother households do you see your mother working hard by herself your whole life you know what i'm saying and that mindset kind of messes you up it it's in it's imbalance because when it is when you're in a single parent household the parents got to be both of the parents which is unnatural to that parent whatever or as a man or a woman it's unnatural to have to carry out both um jobs both roles um for your children Okay, it, it, it brings the mother out of balance. It brings children out of balance. And so uh, polygamy would help with the children, okay? And that's what's most important right now. Not how you feel about your man. Not not about um, um, you and, and, you know, whatever. But what's important right now is the children. And for the children's sake, we need to be connecting households. Not only that, but polygamy builds strong empires, okay? You have to think of marriage as a business arrangement, Okay. We didn't just just be united. Welcome back. And so I'm pretty sure I'm sorry, I'm trying to keep doing that. Um, but I'm assuming y'all agree a lot of what you heard, but I think she brought in 
uh, some aspects. She even, in a sense, wasn't a fan of monogamy from at least what I could tell from that clip. But I just kind of want to hear y'all thoughts on what the this Queen Erin and Diana had to say. And again, this is a clip I found on Facebook that I wanted to share. And again, it's, it's a perspective that when when I ask this question, can polygamy help the black community? When I ask that question, it's specifically to what's happening to us in America. I'm pretty sure, again, if cultures outside of the United States are already acceptable of it, that's a different experience. Um, but, son, you said something in the beginning, I mean, which, I, which I've said before, that in reality, in America, unfortunately, it's almost as if our culture has gotten to the point where we, we practice polygamy unknowingly. And, and, again, that's just speaking to culturally the things that you talked about in the beginning, these things that happened historically. And now I think what we see now uh, versus even the scenario that you gave, Naila, which was, uh, again, at home, your home front was one way, but there was possibly, you know, whispers of maybe something that your father had done to the side. I kind of grew up in that type of situation as well. Well, today I think it happens with less respect. So that's why, it's, it, and unfortunately, a lot of things get out in the open and a lot of family structures are, quote, unquote, broken up because even at that time, right or wrong, it was done with at least some level of respect. But now in today's time, people are just kind of out here jumping around. And so it's almost as if, you know, even though we decree polygamy as a terrible thing, now, again, y'all are making the argument that it could have opportunity as well as this queen as, is, is as well. But I wanted to kind of, you know, mention all of that, but I wanted to hear y'all's thoughts on this cut. Yeah, I believe that you brought in a beautiful concept that we don't mention much, and that's the idea of sisterhood, the idea of looking at my sister, looking at another woman, a black woman, a woman of color, and not seeing her as a threat, but as someone else who needs to be supported, an extension of my family unit, an extension of my friendship, an extension of my prayer. And we don't see that. Mm. He thinks she cute. He's going to love her. He's going to love her more than he loves me. He's going to want to be with her more than she loves me. You know, and I'm not going to negate the emotional aspects of it because they are real and they are true. And those are real questions. And, and what I just said, those are real issues that any woman, even an advocate of polygyny, would have to have, have, have to consider and, and may even seep into her mindset, you know, even if it's temporarily to pop up. But that's in uh, don't don't those things and doesn't that discomfort come in any relationship? And so, but when we look at it from the thought of this, really is a way for community building. It is a way for everyone to have their needs met for the children. For us to, we always talk about it takes a village. Well, where the damn village at? You know, you have to build your own village and villages and I I have myself have been a single mother and but there's a single parent out there and you have a support system and they are not voluntary blood relatives, it takes time to build that village that you trust with your children. But to be able to have one and to have with with a man and all the children are his 
So he got a whole different mindset about what, you know, about his oversight in regard to what's going to happen with his children, regardless of who their mother is. You're talking about a whole different network here, and, and you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, and, and, I, and I tell people this here, you know, I have one family. I may have two wives, but I only have one family. You know, and that's how I believe it should be seen as one family. That's community building. You know, not a family over here, a family over there, you know, because we have to get away from this rolling stone aspect. I, I mean, to be honest with you, here's the thing I tell people, too, in this, you know, because a lot of times they think it, you know, it does get, get to a point to where they're thinking about the penis. My my philosophy is this. She can look up longer than I can look down. You know, and so at some point, I'm going to roll over. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to... He's you know, talking about the missionary position. There's a right. story behind that. Right. You didn't tell. Right. I'm glad you reported that. Yeah, I missed that point there. But, you know, in this situation, she can look up longer than I can look down, you know. She goes, you say you get tired of the sex. Huh? Get, at, at, at some point. Well, you even know, if you don't get tired of it, I mean, you, you can't. Don't get, well, you can't. You can't do nothing but so much. You know, you can't do something but so much. And after a while, you still, and you can't just sex your relationship all the time. You have to do something outside of the bed. You know, you have to do. Let me, have let to me interject care. right here, son. If I could, I got to call it. It wants to get in, but let me interject something. And again, it's just my curiosity, understanding this. Um, I and again, I've, and I've heard this before. So what you're saying makes sense. Uh, you know, we know that monogamous couples struggle with this struggle with this very thing. There's plenty of monogamous monogamous um, couples who have trouble with their sex life. So my question to you is: um, Is it is it if if you have two wives, is it how how are you able to fulfill? That's again, these are just typical questions that I have trying to understand this, and I know others would have. And we're going to go to the caller after you answer this question. But yeah, if you're saying that, then it sounds like it would be trouble for women sexually, you know, to bring the sex into this conversation. Go ahead, Kim. Okay. Okay. Um, what I've learned through professional and personal experiences is, is that, you know, there would be if we talk about complication as far as, you know, those things in that situation. If, I, if I'm hearing this question correctly. You know, oh, let, me, let me say it real clear. Not so much complication is just the idea of being able to sexually fulfill more than one woman within a polygamous situation. Just that concept right. of that. That's a question. Uh-huh. Right. Well, and, and, and again, from my, my professional and personal experience in this situation is that Many women and multiple women don't have the same sexual desire, you know. So okay. there, there can be a situation where you know one's, you know, whatever, and then there's one that's whatever. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, different sexual you know, drive. That, that part makes sense. Okay. Right. So, so, and and again, this isn't all about sex. Well, and then we think about monogamy from the aspect of the man's sexuality. 
and the thought is, is that he just wants to have all the sex he wants. Guess what? He can't. I mean, he's going to do that anyway if he's that type of man because we know men. Right, right. Well, my question, though, my question, though, is. How oh, I'm about like uh, you being fulfilled as a woman. Like I, I just, I just want to. Again, I'm not challenging as much as I just try to get that answer because I know that's a question that I have and many others have, and I've heard it talked about in you know in a sense some political situation in which you know maybe that was the issue. So I'm just trying to understand is it, it does that not come into play for you know you as a woman as well as you know maybe no, the other it, wife it, is that. It, and okay. No, it, 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 it personally and, and, and what I've learned working with other couples, I mean, all women are different. Every woman doesn't want the same thing sexually. They don't want it at the same time. They don't want it on the same day. Um, so, no, it, it, it doesn't come into, it, it doesn't come into play. And, and very often, again, we're talking about a system with some structure in it. You know, usually, not it, it often a one wife would not know. Oh, he has sex with her today. I mean, and you do have some things that you know um, may come into play, and they have some overlap with with couples who um, who live in the same household. Uh, let, let me be specific. I heard, I, I can hear them in there doing it. You know, because she's in the same house. But even in that. You know that that was something that was unintentional because a couple would use some put some things in place out of respect and to to keep the sanctity of what it is that they were doing. So and no, you know, sexual satisfaction. I'm just gonna say this, okay? Does anybody ask a man can he satisfy his side chick? Oh, everybody thinks that he can satisfy his wife and the multiple women and the and the one okay. night stands and no mm-hmm. that never comes up. But the thought about whether or not mm-hmm. he can satisfy multiple wives and it's like, oh, well, I don't know, can he? Really? Let's look at the women. Yeah, saying. and that's why I'm asking the question because the perspective you're giving helps. You know, kind of figure out the dialogue again. We're just dialoguing about it, so that part makes sense. So let me ask another quick question here before we go to the top of the hour break and then call her eight one seven. 691 will get you in as well. Um, so a quick question in, in your situation. So is, is it a situation where y'all are doing, in a sense, we hear about, for example, with, in Islam, that the husband has to be able to provide, in a sense, equally. So do y'all have a situation where there is more than one household? And then, again, for people that are suggesting that this can help, a lot of times I think the situation would be, again, just my opinion, a situation in which everybody, at least initially, possibly would move into the same household just based on circumstances from what I'm hearing when people say this is something that can help our community. So what, you know, is your situation separate households? Because I definitely think that helps with some of what we're talking about now. Now, I, for me, I, I know in, in dealing with this situation, many who will have, there's some who have them, their wives in the same house, but in most instances, you know, they are, entitled to their own space and so they're entitled to their own homes so and this and and that that kind of makes you know because we are still dealing with human behavior we are still dealing with human feelings and mindset and you want to minimize as much as the jealousy and much as the emotional situations as you possibly can and this is we're still talking about people right no, it makes sense. Well, we are at the top of the hour, so we'll come to a quick break, and we'll come back with the caller coming out of the break. If you're on the line and want to get in on the discussion, you need to press 1. 
If you're online listening, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, press 1 to let us know you want to speak. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. LNG Technology Services, we are your industry leader in aircraft and heavy equipment repair services. In commercial business for over 15 years, LNG technicians have over 150 years of equipment specific knowledge and are known industry-wide for returning worn out, broken, and overused ground support equipment back to the user in working better than new conditions. For a service job done right at a value unparalleled in the industry, contact LNG Technology Services at 478-781-4860. Again, for a service job done right, that number is 478 478- 781-4860. LNG Technologies is a Mental Dialogue Gold member and proud sponsor of the Mental Dialogue community. You've been following this story about these polygamists. That is so not a black story right there. A polygamist. A man got more than one wife. Fellas, you sitting next to her right now. Go home this evening and tell this crazy heifer you sitting next to. You finna bring four, five more of them to the house tomorrow. And see how long, you can run, this story over. This story, you can roll the credits. You ain't gotta look for no details at 11. You and them heifers gonna get killed. Go get them when they coming. What time they gonna be here? Bring them on. I'd love to meet them. Go get them, please. Don't let your wife make you think this is cool. Polygamous. This has got to be a white story. I've been married before. Why would you want eight more of them? You know the hell you catching right now with one, one? Man, you got eight of them talking to you. Where was you at last night? Who house was you at last night? You ain't spending no time with me. You ain't take the trash out. Your car's due. The car no was due last night. Why her car red? I wanted the red car. We are- Welcome back to the Bits of Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, can polygamy help the black community? He's bringing a little humor from Steve Harvey on his perspective. Um, this is from a, um, some years ago, the story on the polygamists where they had to take the children out of the home um, or practicing um, group that practiced polygamy to that extent that they had to take the children out of the home. So he was obviously making light of that. I wanted to bring, again, some humor to this morning's discussion. Uh, but I will say a lot of what uh, Steve had to say is definitely a perspective of those who, have, who don't understand the structure and parameters that our um, beautiful couple here, the Clay couple, son, and Naila Clay, uh, bringing to the table this morning. Let's go to the caller that's been on hold for a little bit. Area code 817-LAST3691. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Hey, this is Mickey Dowd out of Arlington, Texas. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we're coming through loud and clear, King. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I have actually have three questions in the sake of efficiency, and I, you can drop me after that if you want. But let's do it. I'm just curious how... No, let's um, do it. Let's do it. Yeah, so this is, I did not know the second this has been thoroughly uh, entertaining and educational, so I have some questions. Um, how is conflict resolved between um, 
the husband and either one of the wives or if the wives are, are having conflict with one another. Um, the second question is, how does he – we talked about – no, Let's, let's, do, let's do it one at a time. I'm going to let you get them all in. Let's, okay. let's do it one at a time. Right. I'll let them answer your first question. All right, go ahead, um, son. And I know either one of y'all jump in on Mickey's um, question this morning. First question. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Let me get my guest back on. Sorry about that. All right, I got y'all back live. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Whichever one wants to jump in on Mickey's question, how is conflict resolved um, in, in these scenarios? He asked how is conflict resolved. I mean, between a husband and a wife. No, between the two wives. Between the two wives. Well, you know, hopefully. Hopefully. You don't have a lot of it. You don't have a you know, you try to, you know, I. But that I doesn't, those of us who don't understand this, that doesn't sound. That it sounds like it would be Realistic. more. It sounds like it's a Steve Harvey situation that it would be more. Again, we're outside looking in, so we. I agree, hopefully, but that's how we feel about even our individual relationships. Hopefully, there's not right. a lot of conflict. But again, you know, I'm just kind of being a little naive, you know, a little, you know, a little facetious here. But at the same time, as from American culture, we look at it that it would create more problems. So again, we may be wrong, but that is how we see it. I'm sorry to cut y'all off. Go ahead. Well. I mean, for 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 the most part, you know, I haven't had that. Well, let me let me put it like this. I think I was able to choose women who were minimal. Now, that doesn't mean that they haven't disagreed, but they have to have. There has to be some type of decorum, you know. First and foremost. Because I'm Muslim, they have to respect each other first and foremost as as Muslims. Both first and foremost, so there has to be some guiding principles that's going to be there. Now, let's say somebody isn't. Whatever your values are, you should have some type of value that would say, "Okay, I can't treat another person harshly or bad." Now, that doesn't mean I can't tell this person what I need them to know. Because I I don't heard them both sit there and and and, and work it out. Because now I, I just give you a personal example of something, right? There was a disagreement between and and some treatment of me, right? By 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 one of the by one of my wives. So they sat in the room, talked it out, and they seen. Oh, you know, when it came out, I felt like I was more so in the hot seat. <laughs> Then anything yeah. after they after they got together, right? I think I became the one going trouble. <laughs> that sounds funny. I'm sorry. Go ahead, kid. Then anything else? I'm but, just, but that situation was resolved. Right, but the situation got resolved. But you but, might have. But I I came up with the one with the issue then, right? And so right. I had to kind of get myself clear, you know. So. Hey, you know, come, and, hey, and come I to think, find out it was your fault the whole time, huh? <laughs> now, no, go ahead. That's what it came. That's, that's what it's been made out to be. I still got questions about that being my fault, right? Just, you know, <laughs> self-preservation. <right? laughs> so, uh, brother Nikki, if you will, let me, let me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. I don't know if you were But finished. in go that ahead, situation, they were able to be woman enough to have a, to have a thought to express their thought in a manner that was going to be able to be heard and I don't, and also being able to hear, get their point across 
without all the hair bobbing and the fist swinging and all okay, that. Okay, and then afterwards, what, what, where did we go? We went out to eat or something like that. Now. No, we didn't go eat. We went to go pick up her daughter. Oh, that's right. We went to go pick up some furniture. For right. Her daughter. Right. <laughs> they went to go pick up furniture for my, for my other daughter. Right. So, and we, we went. We went in there. We discussed it. It got resolved. It took about two hours. I don't know. He was sweating. And then we came out, and we went and had to go do, do something for the family using my van. Right. And we keep it moving. Right. Nikki, any, any any questions about what they had to say? You can you can, you can get into the nuance. We got time, King. No. So if you want to yeah, dig that, in that before could, you get to the question. Show, that could be a whole show, but it's just interesting. I'm just, I, I mean, yeah, they sound that, like that they got to be now. I ain't going to lie to you. That could be a whole show. Yeah, no doubt. And so my next question will be, again, we talked about the sexual part, but aside from that, how do you satisfy them emotionally? Um, being married um, and understanding women um, to a certain extent, there are emotional needs. They just want to be held. They want time alone. They want to go on a date. Uh, I'm curious, could you could you speak to that and how you how you manage that? Is that something that's already established up front? No, no, no. That's not established up front either because I, I'm not gonna sit here and act like you know that that's a tricky situation at times because when you think you're doing something right, you actually might wind up doing something wrong. I you know I give an example. I was going out, and both of them come up with a place that they go unbeknownst to the other to the other that they actually was going to the one to go to the same place. All right, stupid me. All right, thinking that I can do it one day for one, then the other day for the other. Right, and then when I come up with that idea, got blasted. Right, how you gonna take me to the same place? You gonna take her? Right, and. I'm walking in there, and the people, they're going to remember you from the day before. before. Your six, three, tall, black behind. Oh, so this, is, so, so this is you, Nyan. This is you. Uh, we, yeah. We yeah. Now, you got me looking like I'm your sidekick. Right. I ain't going up in there with you the very next day. Right. Negro, you done lost your mind. All right. So... <laughs> so you know, hey, hey, it just got real on the show, Mickey. It just got real. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know but, but wait a minute, and we can tell it. And this is yeah. this is what happened. And see, this is what this is how you know, really, God, God, God this Apollo Tinky. I I had bought my ticket in advance because that's one of the that's one of the rules. One of the things right. you can't just pop up. Pop up don't really work. I got my tickets well in advance. How about she won tickets on a radio show that very day that I had purchased mine? Wow. And so she she needed to go that day or she wouldn't have the benefit of those tickets. I needed to go that day because I had purchased. My ticket for the ticket. in advance. <laughs> I know y'all think that's funny, right? And that's what I'm saying, man. That's hilarious. I mean, really, that was, now, I'll tell you what I'm thinking to myself, though, real stupid. quick, if I can throw this in. I thought her son was supposed to buy the ticket, so I'm a little... Oh, yeah, this is how I... <laughs> outside oh, looking in, so money. I'm trying to figure no, out how he got away with that. No, it's my money now. Don't get it twisted. It's his money. All right, all right. But I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Just checking. Right, but, but, go ahead, though. I'm sorry. He's, he's not an event planner. 
I mean, because if <laughs> I left it up to him, we would just go out to eat because that's what he wants to do. He He's a food person. He's a foodie. He want to go eat at a place that's selling dinners out of the back of a garage and then at a four-star restaurant, you know. That's him. Yeah, and, and I'm, mm-hmm. I I, I want to have my experiences to be a little bit more than that. So I come up with what we'll do, but now he's going to pay for it. He's, he's punching. Right. Just check, just check. But I'll tell you that scenario, like Mickey, I know Mickey has another question, but that scenario, which you, and I want to see what Mick thinks of this, but I think that scenario alone, the free tickets and the purchase ticket, could end plenty of American divorces the way I know. Like, that situation would be unrecoverable if, for people right. attempting it man, with the wrong don't, mindset. Don't get it twisted, man. Don't get it twisted. And, and but, but what did we do? I just said, you know what? Y'all go, y'all have a good so time. So you were the biggest oh person. No, boy, boy, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's I, I like still felt the backlash. I still felt it, though. Don't get it wrong now. I still felt that backlash. Oh, you had a whole lot of making up to do after this. I know you had a whole lot of making up to do right, after this know, night. So don't get it wrong now. You know, it, it was You a, came was home a, knowing you had a, a task. All right, it was a step backwards. And I better make five steps forward, you know what I mean, type of situation. And, and you know what Absolutely. I did? Y'all, y'all going to call me Team Petty. I don't care. Look, um, remember, I bought I bought tickets with his money for the same spot again. But I ain't going with him. I ain't going with you. I tried to go with you. Right. And you, you had some other plans. So I'm going and I'm not going with you. How about that? Right. So I'm like, all right, you know, I, I'm like, all right, you know, gotta we, take we that you know, we we back up a little bit, you know what I mean? Because I know it was petty, right? <laughs> but I like, you know, what what do I what do I want to win the war or the battle, right? So right. it's a bigger situation. It's a bigger situation, and you know those things happen because here's the thing: in most instances, you. You are because you are the man, and you are the one really responsible for a lot of things. You are dealing with multiple emotions, different personality, different styles, and you have to really be the one who, you know, service a lot of that. Now, I'm not going to service a lot of foolishness, but still, in all, there's going to be some give and take in that, and you just got to know when to step up and when to back off, you know. And that that is a lesson in itself, too, because I was, I was always the one who's always about pushing on the gas. You know, I'm always tightening the screws. I'm always tightening the screws. I had to learn how mm-hmm. to, you know, back off the tightening the screw, back up off the gas, or even hit the brake at certain points, right? So when I say that, I have to be able to gauge how to deal with my with my with my with my companions, how to deal with my wives or whatever the case may be, I had to learn how to do that in real time. In real right. time. Right. There's no now, that difference makes sense. in a person. Well, we're yeah, we're actually up against the break, so I'm gonna keep making I know you had another question. No, 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 we're gonna we're yeah, gonna we're gonna, we're gonna keep him on. I'm good with that. Yeah, we're a family show, so we're gonna keep Nikki on, gonna go to the break and um have him get the third question in. Absolutely. All right, Nick, okay. you good with that? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm you good with that? All right, yeah. cool. All right, let's go to the quick break. All right, listen to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show.
offer. All I ask is that you think. Hey, where did you get that hat and t-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Oh, how about this one? Excuses made $0 an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. Everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk. Welcome back to the Mr. Down Law Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Chocolate Tees. This morning's discussion question, can polygamy help the black community? Our special guest, that Clay couple, her son and Naila Clay. We have a call on the line, Mickey. Mickey, um, you had a, a third question, I think, for our couple. Uh, so we'll go ahead and ask yes. that question as well. Yes, what's, what's the most challenging part about having multiple wives? You know, being in the mo- the most challenging part for me is sometimes, uh, wow, you know, it's because I also work with with in my one one of my wives who work together. So sometimes it is a time situation, you know, um, and part of the real challenge is sometimes it is. I'm going to tell you no lie, you know. I I don't have passive women. What you say? Oh, exactly. <laughs> my point right there, right? I don't have passive women. So, Prime you know, example. Now go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't have passive women, and so in this situation, you know, I will get challenged. It allows me to stretch a little bit more too. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say the challenges are easy and they're, they're wanted. Because sometimes I don't really want to hear that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know. Keeping it all the way 100, right? <laughs> all right. You know, sometimes I really don't want to hear it. But in the same token, when I do listen, I learn. I try to learn. When I when I get outside of me, I learn. But in, in some instances, now I ain't going to sit there and act like it's, it's – a, it's a walk in the park. And I tell people that, well, I'm going to keep this into myself. But anyway, you know, mm-hmm. women are going to be, in a sense, are going to challenge a man, period. You know, but I know that I can only be better if, if I, since I choose, I feel like I choose, I chose wisely. So I can only be better. I can only grow. From the challenges that come with it, you know, it's an aspect that um, I, I don't believe many uh, consider is that when you do 
look at it from a responsibility standpoint of taking care of each woman equally and oh, and, and taking care of maybe an, an um a full household, you know, with with multiple children or even two separate households and dealing with the emotions and addressing the sex issues, all the things that we've sat here and we've we've discussed, the belief that and the very few think about this, but you might come out with a better man. For a man to be able to do that, not perfectly, but with some diligence, and with some sincerity, you really might get a better dude. I, now, I'm going to tell you this, though. Oh. I'm going to say this, though. I, I'm going to add something to this, though, what I was saying a minute ago, because I just really thought about this, because we really haven't talked about the situation here at all. Your money. Your money. Right. And, <laughs> and, and, and this is the trade-off, too. You know, your time and your money. You know, because you have to, de- you are developing your your family. So I can't spend my money on things that I used to may have spent spent a lot of my money on previously, or whatever the case may be. Before mm-hmm. I decide to take on another another wife, or whatever the case may be, I can't spend that money like that. So I really have mm-hmm. to use my money for for my family wholly. So there's going to be times that I, I want to do something. Like, they may do some things, and they can, like she just said, she went to the show by herself. I can never go to a show by myself. I don't feel like I can. Mm-hmm. Say, yes, you can, right. but you just won't. I, 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 I don't feel like I can because that money that I can spend by myself, I can use it for my family. Right, but that's your mind. Exactly, but that's what he he asked me. He asked me a question there. And the other thing is the time, because you know when he when he gets to be home by himself, he loves it. (laughs) Right. When I'm I'm sitting in the house by myself, and ain't nobody. I ain't surprised by that. Let me let me say that (laughs) I'm not surprised by that. I, I know. Plenty of men, I'm again, I'm again, believing in the matter of kind of show, who glad to be at home, you know, who just like kind of like Steve said in the beginning with just one. So I definitely understand that. Uh, Mickey, I was and going to make sure we, all... we kind of answered all your questions. I'm sorry, go ahead, um, Nyla. Because we also have children. Exactly. You exactly. know, on, on both sides, okay. and so uh, you know, and, and the kids act up, you know, and and and, <laughs> and I got grandkids now too. So, so and, but, and, but they love, man. But you know, they still want your time. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'll grab parents for that, not even. But well, let me get let me get to Mickey real quick before I uh, just make sure I um, close them out or yeah. whatever. Open up the phone lines for anybody else that might want to get in. Um, but Mickey, thank you for all of those questions. I hope they were, you know gave you some insight, you know, on this. And again, I wanted to make sure we took care of you. So, uh, were, were you good, King? But thank you for calling in this morning. Yes, sir. I'm great, man. Thank you for your time and. Um, I love the show. Talk to you soon, man. All right. Appreciate you, King. So, where I would like to go for this last half of the show, I really want to, because we definitely have got into a lot of the nuance for you, both of you as individuals experiencing, in a sense, a polygamous marriage, if if we want to use that word. I want to kind of bring it more, if we can, to the context of American culture, 
specifically black America. And so um, obviously we're hearing, in a sense, the parameters that y'all kind of guidance and that y'all go by and, and that you are a supporter of and how you, in a sense, do it, Hassan. For a lot of black Americans, and I know y'all are familiar with this, a lot of African Americans who are looking at this as a possible option, option. And y'all mentioned it earlier in the beginning. A lot of, lot of people do it, in a sense, they don't set it up correctly or they don't have, in a sense, the correct perspective or some are even considering doing it, in a sense, outside of a, <clears throat> a, a religious um, structure, um, if, if, if you will. And so the ability to provide, like as you said, you have to kind of think about how you use your money for your family. Or again, understand that. There are some who are saying we could bring the finances together and it's not a situation where the man can't provide. Like people are kind of suggesting this in some incidents, I would say haphazardly. And so it's not a situation in which, you know, a man's for it, in a sense, have convinced maybe, you know, one or two women to enter the situation of a polygamous marriage. But he may not be in a situation where he absolutely can take care of both wives, quote, unquote, equally. And so what are your thoughts for people that enter with that mindset versus a situation where you feel like you are able to take care of both of your both of your wives or in their families, if that makes sense. Uh, what are your thoughts for people who think that way? I'm gonna ask. This, I'm gonna ask the question so I can get clarity. Are you saying that? Okay. They because I heard you say that they were talking about throwing in together, right? He said they can't take. He can't. When a man cannot take care of both of them equally. I mean, uh, like, I, yeah, that's not the first scenario. And I didn't say a lot, but that would be the first scenario I would kind of lay out. Um, because in America, sometimes people suggest moving into it, even though the man may not be in that position. What are your thoughts? Because I've definitely heard the suggestion. It's still been a helpful way to build an empire, even though the man is not in that position. Any thoughts on that? Well, go ahead. Sir. Okay. The the thought on that is is that inequality creates inequality. If you cannot care for them financially equally, then polygyny. <clears throat> Should not be an option for you Then that's a man who is not A candidate for polygyny Because that inequality It leaks into other areas You know you'll have one who will start To feel favored or more superior You know the children will Notice things because we have seen This imbalance with the people that we work With and trust and believe it Shows up I mean we've seen one Where you know she's buying Organic food for her one child And then buying beneath the Kroger brand for the other children The hell is that you cannot Do stuff like that I mean this is These types of things Things it breeds it, it harbors bitterness and jealousy. Jealousy. So no, it, it's unfair. That's not that's okay. Not makes sense. And okay, that's makes how it creates. Uh, okay. Go ahead. You know, no, that absolutely makes sense. So that now I've heard this scenario, and again, just logically, made some level of sense. Again, not something I subscribe to personally, but again, just to open up and have an honest conversation about it. What about the concept of, in a sense, you know, we already talked about what currently happens out here right now where people are, you know, maybe, you know, moving between different people even though they're not in a marriage or in a relationship. The concept of 
everybody's working and you bring the finances together. So it's not even a situation where, you know, the man's necessarily look to have to be able to take care of him on his own. So it's not that scenario, but this concept of all three moving in and living in this means and they're using all three incomes to help out the family because on their own they may have been struggling. Any thoughts on that scenario? Because I've heard that presented before. I mean, and if if somebody, I don't, I'm not quite, I don't know about bringing all, you know, if that works for them. Let me, first let me say that. If that works for them, if all of them want to throw all, all their money in one pot and and deal with it from that aspect there, then if that works for them, then, then do it. Particularly mm-hmm. if they live in the same household. And yeah. we've seen other couples do that. And mm-hmm. we've seen the man, he gives his money, he, he would give, put his paycheck in, and the women do the bills because they the, the women of the house. I'm thinking about one where mm-hmm. I know that there were th- three wives. Mm-hmm. And the three wives, they, they managed and um Two of them work. One stayed home with the children, and that's how they function. That works for them, particularly when you have small children, because you don't have to worry about the high expenditures of childcare. Okay, makes sense. So yeah, you said if if it works for them, you're for, but not the structure that you would use. Makes sense. Well, we're up against another break, so if you will, uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think. Square Business Entertainment brings you their latest hit, I Really Want You, by Taylor Pace. Take a listen. And 
you know, in nowadays there's HIV and AIDS and all those things because they go around scandalizing behind your back. They bring HIV AIDS in your home. This setup for me was like ideal because then one, I know who my husband is with and two, I know it's not out of dislike for me but um, continuous love. Um, three, I gain a friend, like my sister wife, we're like best friends. In fact, I'm going to try and insert like a, a little clip here where we had a picnic together and you can see that we are really close and loving one another. Um, we love one another according to the word because Jesus says that um, love one another as I have loved you. So it's easy for us to love one another when we know that God has called us to love one another and to press past the things the enemy might try to bring into our minds. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Soccer TV special guest. That Clay couple, her son, Naima Clay, are with us. And we just heard a cut. Reference to this morning's discussion, I think it's only fair, again, if we're going to discuss this in a quote-unquote in America, that we have to bring in, in a sense, the religious aspect. And this cut you heard was from a sister who actually practices the African, I don't know which country she's from, but she practices, in a sense, from a Christian perspective. And a lot of times, you know, the idea is, you know, obviously Islam allows for it, and at least in America, it's kind of typically how we um, put look at it. And Christianity does not. Again, we know historically, not polygamy is just you know, as she said in the Bible as well for a long time. So she's a current Christian who practices polygamy, and she gave some of her thoughts on it. But again, to be fair to the show, we have to bring in that context. So, uh, any initial thoughts to what this um, young lady had to say uh, from either either of you, Hassan, or not either, if you will. You know, I, of course, I, we do agree with what she said, and even from, you know, the, 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 the Christian references, it's not as if, you know, Hassan and I are, are ignorant of, of that background. You know, Hassan's mother was a gospel singer who traveled and toured with, you know, uh, very well-known gospel singers. So we both come from that Christian background. And despite having this Christian background, we also both told you how historically we also have this frame of reference of what we would call infidelity <laughs> and even children being produced um, from it. You know, from a biblical context, yes, we do know that the Old Testament does have polygyny. However, from a Western concept, when you take Christianity and you put it in this westernized world, that is where we have gotten rid of this thought of community building. It really is about mine. This belongs to the man. The, what, the, his wife belongs to him. I mean, even the word uh, Mrs. We always say, oh, that's Mrs. Jones. Mrs. means mistress. You know, that is his wife. She is the mistress of him. And then there was a time where your wife's property belonged to, automatically belonged to the husband. So we had this Western concept of my, my, my is not something that we come from, from an Afrocentric perspective. And so then when we look okay. at what is going to, go ahead. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, well, what I wanted to say, because, again, now you're bringing in an aspect that has to be talked about. And, again, as I was preparing for this show, and I really hate that I didn't get the links sent out to everybody, because I know we were, we were a lot of people that were trying to get in. Um, but what I'll say is, as you, now you're bringing in an aspect, because there are plenty, especially us as Americans, who look at polygamy. Again, you know, most of us look at it strictly from the polygamy side. That's how people see it. Again, it, uh, polygamy itself allows both to do it. But there are people who say, for the most part, polygamy, no, no matter what, is set up patriarchal in the nature that you just spoke to. Like there, our perspective as Americans is that's kind of how it always is, and that that creates issues where, in a sense, the woman is not equal or treated equal and things of that nature. So, again, what you're talking about is starting to bring that aspect in. So I want to you know, have y'all speak to that concept because, here's the last part of it, because I had one person present on the dialogue online, and this is something that I think I admit that I agree with, that culturally, being born in this Western culture, that this is such a paradigm shift to the extent that it it may, if, if people suggest that it could help our community, that the paradigm shift could be so difficult because of the patriarchy aspect that it might be harmful to try to push this within the community. Any thoughts on that? I know I've said a lot within that, but I think we got to try to dig into a little bit of all of that before the show ends because we really need another hour. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and but, I, but I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we are I, – I need to be – this thing need to be reminded that – the, the paradigm shift is really about community building. And part of community building is the institution of marriage. And the institution of marriage, being it this one wife, two wives, three wives, or whatever the case may be, is still a safeguard for the community. It's still a strengthening of the community. So in this situation, and 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 I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah, I think there is a such thing as being patriarchal. We you, we we have to you know it is a, a man led society, but it doesn't go without saying that women have rights. It is a man led society, but doesn't mean that women do, do do not have rights. So her being able to to be you know have own property her being able to have whatever the case may be. This is going to be, this is, this is a, a God-given right. But there is an institution called marriage. Well, I think that the part is, is that many women will see this as another place where I have to fight for my rights. You know, I have to fight for my rights in monogamy. I have to fight for my rights within the society. I have to fight for my rights politically. And now you're going to give me another structure where I have to fight. But that's just it. When you do it, when you look at it not from the Western concept, but from its traditional core, that battle is over. And when we, and, and I'm just going to say, I mean, when you have a man, we always talk about the man need to lead, you need to lead, you need to man up, you need to be a man. And then we have a problem with a man-led society. It's like, duh, do you want to be a man or do you want to be a punk? What, 
you, you, y'all, sorry, y'all, y'all good. Yeah, y'all yeah, good. I know. Yeah. 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 What do y'all want? <laughs> I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that boat now, even myself. We're trying to figure out what do, what do they want from me? <laughs> right. Exactly. What do you want? And what is wrong with him leading? I mean, you better lead. You better. And the thing is, is that but having leadership over me does not mean that he gonna boss me around or that I'm going to be oppressed. Now that's what you're not right. gonna do. Right, and that's where I'm saying. That okay, woman okay, does I have, hear that. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and a woman does have a right. So in this situation, there are constructs that need to take place in our society. Period. There are constructs. I do believe that there have been a systemic gation of the real constructs for our community to be yes, for black man. for black men in our in our community to be able to be good, if you will, and for his woman to be good. You know, there has been a battle that has taken place Absolutely. to where even even now they're trying to they're trying to really make our 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 community more matriarchal than anything else. Right, and then the woman she begins she the the, the and as long as you see the man as opposition, when I see the black man as opposition as opposition to me and as someone who um I have to compete with. Or that she owns. And that I, I own. Well, and really all it is is I weaken him. And then I feel a woman will feel uncomfortable with his leadership because you don't feel secure or safe full concept of where it comes from because from the side chick mentality, from the man with the multiple women mentality, from a sorry-ass black man mentality, that's what has happened, but that's not what we're talking about. No, when, no, that when you have, let me let me ask this question. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. go ahead, finish up. Thing. I'm sorry. I'm just saying when you have a situation where now the responsibility of a situation is based upon the union, the marriage, and regardless of if you're married to more than one, if you're married to one or more than one. If he is taking his rightful place then, and he is being able to do to lead then, I think we have a stronger community. And uh, again, uh, yeah. and again, I don't see at this point. Hopefully, hopefully, not saying that there's a guarantee, but hopefully, the abuse or the neglect of women would cease. You know, because it, it, this is ridiculous. Out here, we already they already systemically putting us in jail. You know, then they're, they're, they're giving us all this type of crazy time. Then they got women out here who, I mean, what? In, a, in Atlanta itself is like six, seven to one. You know what I mean? And so now, you know, then somebody telling about, well, that's my man. And then now you got six, seven other women out here who don't have one. Now, I'm not saying a man need to go and get him six or seven women, right? But I am saying that at some point we have to look at this as a viable solution for our illness or our, our situation in our community. And quit using the Western model for 
to to resolve our issues when the Western model is has is been the the, the seed. It's been, I mean, how are you going to use the system of a colonizer? Uh, yeah, here, let me let me speak to that real quick. We actually got one last break, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna uh, go to this last break, and then we will. I want to speak to what you just spoke about, and then give a little more history and context to some of what you talk about. Again, we could do this show for three hours because there's so much to peel with, peel back with this. Listen to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. For all I ask is that you think we'll be right back. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways, every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. If you have a product or a service you would like to get out to the smartest audience and all of radio, please contact me again at 404-604-9477. If you're on Facebook or IG, Mental Dialogue, just inbox me. Definitely would like to um, get your product or service out to the audience. If you are an individual and like this intelligent radio, please go support us at mentaldialogue.com. We do need your support. I want to thank our current sponsors, Money Motivation, as well as Square Business Entertainment and LNG Technologies for supporting the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. Back to this morning's discussion, can polygamy help the black community? And special guests, Hassan and Naila Clay, that Clay couple, they're known as. Um, when you mentioned, you know, in a sense, using that systematic, the same system in a sense that took our families down because, you know, there's no ifs, ands, or but has there been a systemic attack on the black family? Absolutely. Um, we are big advocates, you know, if I could say this, for marriage before children. That's a hashtag that I, I love to push and we speak to it often on this show. And I think I hear both of you saying that regardless if we get, if we bring marriage back to the fold from, in a sense, like you say, from maybe an African perspective, whether that be a monogamous or a polygamous, I think I hear you saying that structure, the marriage structure in itself, properly, quote, unquote, honoring a woman uh, would actually improve our community in itself. Again, I do push for marriage. It's actually our first uh, for the Mental Dialogue community to encourage strong black marriages. And I've always said, again, even though I personally believe in the monogamous construct, that and y'all said the same thing, kind of to each his own people, you know, what works for you. I'm definitely a believer in what works for you in the construct of marriage and children. I think those things go hand in hand. So I haven't, in a sense, personally, I haven't knocked, in a sense, other people's approaches as long as the children are taken care of. But I do, you know, there's problems in both versions, right? I mean, the same, it's almost, but what I've, what I've really heard from y'all, if I can say this, is that the issues in a sense, uh, similar to the same issues you might have in a monogamous relationship if you just want to put it on his head. When I hear y'all talking about it, it doesn't sound, you know, a lot different, although it may be, in a sense, you know, again, basically maybe based on the number of wives someone might have, you know, in, in putting in, in the polygamy context, um, that it still ends up being, in a sense, the similar issues. But to provide some history, and again, this is just to share this with the audience, um, that construct that you talked about, that systematic attack, it, it definitely was something that was put on even um, our ancestors who were in the West 
most people don't know this, but our ancestors, when they were first brought here, typically either practiced a local spirituality system or were Islamic, you know, based on Islam, you know, technically having colonized Western Africa first. So that happened well before, quote, unquote, the transatlantic slave trade. So most of our ancestors came here quite often. It was a polygamy was a big part of our culture and still is throughout the African continent. Of all the continents, polygamy is most practiced there, partly in due to, you know, most, we have a huge population, you know, we're in the motherland, so that's you know, obviously a part of it. Um, but then, again, just giving more research, there was a study by you know, University of Wisconsin that studied over a thousand different um, cultures around the world, so not just in the, the African continent, and found of those, like 186 actually practiced monogamy um, a lot of them practice or, or at least allow for some form of polygamy so it was like 500 and something that allowed for that and I think it was only four that they found again they didn't, couldn't study all the cultures of the world but in the ones they found only four actually allowed for polyandry and so Maybe, I don't know if most people know this, but again, polygamy is a very accepted practice outside of American culture. And then y'all have brought in the context of how it was looked at from a Western perspective versus an African perspective. And it sounds like y'all are making a distinct di- difference, you know, between all of those. But again, I just wanted to give some of that context and history um, for those who may not be familiar with it. And I will say this real quick to you. Um, Brother Hassan, I want to hear both of y'all thoughts. Uh, but just to share with you, um, the numbers of women to men is always exaggerated within our cities. I'm a big, big numbers guy. And so um, it's, it's probably a lot. It's only even in Atlanta, it's, uh, when you look at, in a sense, viable marriage ages, it's not even two to one. And I, most people won't believe that, but I tell people to go look it up. Um, the numbers speak for themselves. But we do have issues that we've already brought up, the idea of the um, imprisonment in our community at any given time, maybe up to 15% of our men are, are, are unfortunately locked away in the prison systems. So the numbers are still skewed, even based on some of that systematic attack. Um, again, not six to one or 12 to one, like they used to say when I first moved to Atlanta. So those numbers are exaggerated, but it doesn't change the fact that there, quote unquote, is a shortage of, and, and specifically in the black community, for, you know, a man you know, man to man, you know, man to a woman for those who support that structure. So I just kind of wanted to bring a lot of context in and kind of give the floor back to you with bringing in some of that historical context. Either one of you can start because we are on our last segment. I'm sorry, I keep getting you off the mic. We got live again. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. And thank you for that clarity there. And Part of the things that, you know, if, if we still want to talk about the reality of some things is that, you know, they have taught us some real bad dysfunctional habits, you know, with the advent of slavery and, and different things of nature there, you know, the aspect of breeding, the aspect of not really being in a position of honoring a uh, 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 marriage. And I really want to I really want to focus in on that that aspect of it because in this instance we talk about polygyny we're talking about or you know as you say in polygamy but we are talking about responsibility 
And I think that's the main emphasis that I would like to really throw into effect here is the aspect of a responsibility and accountability. However a person decides their preference of what's going to work for them, what is going to be responsible and accountable for that relationship. You know, what, whatever that might be, mm-hmm. we need to have more of that. Because just because a person said, well, I have multiple wives, you know, it doesn't mean that he, he that it's being done uh, properly. If you have multiple wives and you're doing it with the, you know, Rolling Stone mentality, that's not marriage. And that's and that's a real that's a real life thing for people that I know that have experienced it. You know, even you know, even for those who I've turned, I know people who chose Islam for a while and now are out of it. You know, that was their experience. Their experience was still one of an, an abusive experience where it was kind of mm-hmm. what you just said. You, you you know what I mean? So I definitely know that mm-hmm. that happens. So. So I can absolutely understand someone having been through that experience, then they're going to be against polygamy for the rest of their lives because it ended up being an abusive experience. But, again, I think what we are all saying, again, I'm personally I like monogamy's construct. That's something that I hope to do one day, get married and have a wife and, you know, just, you know, he, you know her and I. Uh, but with that said, what we're consistently all saying is, there's a proper way to do it. The responsibility is the aspect that we need to gain back. I think that's where we're definitely in agreement because I also believe that family structure is the best opportunity to teach young men how to be responsible by seeing it through exactly. life example. And that's, and that's the reality that unfortunately is missing from our community the most. Um, again, you know, we can choose our own construct but that's the part that's missing the most. And one last challenge I want to hear y'all talk about because it's only fair. I kept hearing this challenge completely. Um, and for the caller that just got in, I, I might sneak you in. If you do want to get in, please press one. I might have a second to sneak you in. Here's one challenge that, I, again, I had to bring to the table because it's only fair. Um, a lot of people will always ask when you bring up this question, well, if it's okay, why are men not okay with the woman doing it? And and so that I gotta we gotta at least speak to it before we close out this show because I think that's a fair question and what they're typically doing when they're asking that question they're saying well if the men are not okay with it in their mind it proves that polygamy is a is not a good thing I think that's kind of how that question gets asked in my opinion but I want to at least hear at least one of or both of your thoughts on that very quickly before we close the show. Well, and 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 for the most part for man for marriage. There should be kids, there should be children that's born in this marriage and things of nature there. And so who is this child named going to? She has more than one person that she's married to, uh, she, that she's involved with. Who is, who's going to be the father of this child? You know, who is, because really in, in a lot of instances, this, this is what is typically expected that's going to take place in an aspect of marriage. When a man and a woman get together, there's going to be some children that comes about from this union. So now who is going to be the the, the father of this child? Who's going to take that lead Who's role? Who's going to take the lead role in that child? Who does this child belong to? And, I mean, I'm, I, I will hope that those, those, those societies and those units who make the decision to do it, perhaps they come up with the answers to this on, on, on their own. For us, we see weaknesses mm-hmm. in viable long-term solutions that way. Gotcha. 
And, and, no, I got you. and what I did find in my own research. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, and and, and um, yeah, what, what I was something that I did find in my own research was simply that um, typically for the, the cultures or whatever or structures that have, or not cultures, structures, but the cultures that have made that okay is actually usually for in a sense population control. So there's a lot of political reasons behind some of the communities that allow for polyandry. Um, so that's what I found in my research. But again, we had to at least speak to that. So thank you for those thoughts. Well, we're near the end. We only got a few minutes before the show ends. So uh, thank you all for being wonderful and answering our questions. Again, it was definitely a unique perspective for me. I hope we've had a wonderful dialogue. Again, I do hate that I didn't get it opened up to as many people, but they can hear the replay. So with that said, um, any final thoughts uh, from either of you and any information that y'all want to get out to the public, please do so. Well, first I'd like to say thank you for allowing us to be on your show. Um, you know, this has been a great experience. Uh, by all means, if it's monogamous polygyny, obviously we we are a supporter and an advocate of polygyny. But we we we're definitely one who is the support of being married. So if nothing else, find a find a spouse, commit to your spouse, love your spouse, treat them right, and be responsible and accountable for for that relationship. And for those who may be looking for us, you can find us at www.that, T-H-A-T, that clay, C-L-A-Y, couple, that clay couple. On social media, you can hashtag that clay couple on almost any forum, particularly Facebook and Instagram and also Twitter. You can find us. You can find our number 12 ranking YouTube channel, uh, Hassan, um and Hassan and Naiva Clay. Uh, absolutely. What I always ask all my guests to do. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Queen. Sorry. Um, in, in 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 closing, I think the key thing is uh, for people to uh, to look at marriage in the ideas of commitment and responsibility versus you know something that we do. Uh, of course you do it out of love. And I don't know if that, I don't believe that that's the word that we've mentioned enough, mm-hmm. that you do it from a place of love. But there are so many different aspects of love. We, we know couples who are in monogamy who are what? They have a functioning, functional, loving relationship, mm-hmm. but sex really isn't, you know, doesn't happen that much. I mean, I work with couples who haven't had sex in, in, in over a year. And they're still making it happen. You know, so we put, sometimes we put way too much emphasis on the sexuality part things. There are so many other components of of marriage that can can make the intimacy so much stronger. And we, we need to focus on those things. And you probably have some better sex. Hey, I love it. I love it. Well, again, thank you both of you. Y'all have been wonderful. If you will, now, um, send me all of the information for your uh, for people I hope they can reach you because I will also put that up and post it with the replay of the show. So thank you all so much for this right. morning. I hope people have enjoyed this morning's discussion. Again, thank you to our sponsors, whether it's entertainment, LNG Technology, Money Motivation. We'll see you all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think. Thank mm-hmm. you.